Grace and peace. Welcome to our program for today. Um, wow, we have been into an interesting discussion this week about finances. Our theme for the last word has been faith, family, and finances. And I've been trying to pull you along into some great issues about where we are in the faith, where the church was in the beginning, especially the early church. We looked at, when we look at the families, the infrastructure of the church from some ways it was growing, how it was developing, and how it moved into the faith that we know it as now. So today I want to continue our discussion. Last couple of days I mentioned George McKinney's book and, and talking about the new slaves that we are and the new attention that we have going in it. Uh, today I want to keep the focus on a Christian worldview and to get us to understand whether or not we're engaged or enterprising the society. Finances itself is really not as big an issue as we think it is. It's just the point that we, we want ourselves abusing money. The, the Bible is not against you having money. It's against your character with money. And as we have uh, been sharing these podcasts down with episode 41, uh, there's some things we're going to be developing as we finish up the last word and the things that are developing to this, we want to move into some interesting analogies of this. Remember what we talked about when we developed this whole thing. So then when we concluded and added up where we were about this whole money issue, we conclude from here. So money itself is not the problem. It's that you love it more than God is the problem. Money's not the issue. It's whether or not you love it more than God. That becomes the real issue. Our faith takes a firmer hold when it struggles with adverse appearances. In other words, I think when we have it too easy, we don't really appreciate God and the faith. So, so we struggle with things that this whole thing of bringing us back to a mastery over so we can understand where our faith is, how strong our family is, where we are in terms of pulling together this whole dichotomy of God's family. What is God trying to do between the unseen family and the visible family? The whole idea of where the struggle is in the spiritual reality between uh, humans and um, spiritual beings and races in general, cultures. Uh, we have this constant struggle going and going and going, trying to get to the conclusion of where we are. And so now here we are at this grip of understanding where we are with a financial struggle. And this financial struggle has pulled us into an issue that sometimes we don't know about. Well, let's get back to the main issue for today of looking at this. What are we really talking about? Well, Let's check out Eugene Peterson in the Message Bible. Let me pull up a little bit closer so you can really get it. In his Message Bible translation of 1 Timothy 6, verses 6 through 10, here's what he says. A devout life does bring wealth, but it's the rich simplicity of being yourself before God. Since we entered the world penniless and will leave it penniless, if we have bread on the table and shoes on our feet, that's enough. But if it's only money these leaders are after, they're self-destruct in no time. Lust for money 
brings trouble and nothing but trouble. Getting down that path, some lose their footing in the faith and completely and live to regret it bitterly ever after. That's Eugene Peterson's take on this whole idea of 1 Timothy 6, 6 to 10. That's a paraphrase of the text itself, but he brings out some very important points for us to really struggle and be a part of. What Paul kinds of brings out there in terms of what he's doing, but Jesus said the same thing. He said, give us this day our daily bread in Matthew 6. I want to talk about where he pulls that from in Proverbs chapter 30. So let's look at Proverbs chapter 30 and see how he pulls it from there. He says in that verse, Proverbs 30, 7 through 9, the, the, the wisdom key, and Proverbs is a wisdom book of the Old Testament, like James is a wisdom book of the New Testament. So he says in the book of Proverbs this, verse 7 through 9, two things I ask of you, Lord, do not refuse me before I die. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Don't give me either. Give me a balance. Give me neither poverty nor riches. But give me only my daily bread. Isn't what Jesus said in the disciples' prayer? He said we should pray daily for the Lord to give us this day our daily bread. Otherwise, he said, here's my reason for wanting to be balanced. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? Or I might become poor and steal, and so dishonor the name of the Lord. Wow, that's a powerful reality when we get to this whole idea of finances and where we are and the mastery of it and how we pull these things together into some synergy. Well, let me conclude with a couple other things I think that's important. Let me put them up on the screen. The Apostle Paul clearly gets to the point of how we should relate to money and the price of being deceived by the love of it. There's nothing wrong with having money or being wealthy, but there may be problems with how we regard that wealth and who we consider to be the source. Money is a magnifier. This is how important this is. Money is a magnifier. So when people keep talking about God wants you wealth, God wants you rich. God wants you to handle whatever you can handle. It only magnifies who you really are. If you're stingy before, you'll be stingy with money. If you're generous before, you'll be generous when you have it. It doesn't change your character. It reveals your character. Wow. doesn't change your character. It just reveals your character. Amazing. So this whole idea of coming to some financial stability and finding out where we are and balancing out our faith, our finances, our money, puts us on this trajectory, puts us on this path of trying to find out, trying to face the reality of who we are, where we are, and how we're going to develop this in terms of our Christian walk. I think back to what we've been talking about in several episodes is getting this changing focus together in our reality with each other. How do we see this? Our focus of turning, 
from one end to the other, trying to find a Christian worldview of seeing uh, Jesus Christ at the top, uh, whether or not we become maybe too loyal or too committed to an institution, even where we may idolize the written scripture, um, really finding out where the giftings and the character of the Holy Spirit is, how we need to isolate those things from the secular society or include within secularism where all these face out changing focus is important. We've got to stay focused on the one and truly reality of the person and work of Jesus Christ. We're in the resurrection season. We're in the season of Lent. We call it as 40 days of preparation leading up to the resurrection. Uh, let's reflect. Let's think. Let's talk about where we are in this changing cycle of understanding what we're doing. The church has been changing back and forth on where we see money sometimes is an evil force, sometimes it's an asset force. We see those who have it as one thing, those who have not is another. The church has been to the point where it wants to strip itself of all the necessities of life. That's monasticism. There's a period in church history where people were trying to be monastic, going out and becoming uh, monks and just getting away from society and getting away from evil. The Bible said we should be in the world, but not of the world. We cannot divorce ourselves from society and be the light and the salt of the earth. We in turn have to keep our focus there so we can master where God wants us to be, what God wants us to do, where God wants us to place ourselves. I think when we get to that point, we'll begin to see where we are, what we're doing as we develop a handle on our character and not worry so much about the materialism of what we get. If we have it, fine. It means that your character is good enough to sustain it. If you don't, thank God for your lack as well as your blessing. And God will greatly increase wherever you are. That is the last word for today. Mm -hmm.